know what I noticed halfway through? I'm like, I am giving free advertisement to um, Noah and and um, <laughs> Terrence right now. If you want to shop this sweater, go to shop Grace Grace Co or something like that. I'll yeah. I'll put their link down. It's okay. If you guys like this, I'll link it. Welcome back, everyone, to the On Water Podcast. I am your host. I am Jen. Uh, we have a few changes today. I'm holding the mic today. Uh, that's one change. I don't know if it's going to make it sound better or worse. Uh, if it sounds like garbage, let me know, <laughs> but, um, I'm doing this because I just felt like the, I usually have a music stand and I just felt like it was in the way. I don't know. But also I use my hands a lot when I talk. Like I was telling Jamie that like I'm holding it today, but I'm, I move so much and you can probably tell in my reels and in like the podcast videos, I move a lot. I'm a very, uh, yeah, animated <laughs> speaker. And so hopefully I'm not like. You know, like just waving around the mic here and there, but I will try my best to be self-controlled. Um, I just wanted to start off today by saying thank you to all of the people who have financially supported the podcast. Um, it's so crazy because I think I mentioned the the financial support button on our link tree. I mentioned that I think one of the first few episodes in season one, I mentioned it and um, yeah. And there's just been, you know, what? I'm just, I'm going to shout out these people who have supported us because I feel like they deserve to get a little shout out. You know what I mean? Um, Alyssa Cortez is the first person who ever supported us. And I just want to thank you so much, Alyssa from day one, you have been a on water podcast supporter and i thank you so much for that uh we also have uh christina and natasha and vincent and 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 oh i don't want to pronounce your name wrong angelique it's also like angelic i don't know i don't know how to pronounce your name girl but thank you so much for all the people who have been supporting us um through prayer but also financially you guys are making a whole lot of a difference here because the as we kind of rack up rack up um donations and and financial support i'm really hoping that we can buy our own mics uh and have that permanently because i am running around y'all i'm running around like renting stuff and returning stuff and it's a whole lot of um moving around and so hopefully we can do that and um maybe even be able to rent a studio or all that good stuff you know just to keep the podcast going and um to and honestly I love our like our humble abode the my house that we film in but um yeah it's it's nice but also like opportunities for change and doing different things would be really cool but anyways um thank you so much for all the financial supporters thank you for all the people who are supporting us in through prayer and just um sharing the podcast um sharing things on instagram is free uh sharing things on tiktok is free and you guys have been doing it like crazy and I feel so encouraged and um, even when you guys leave comments I feel so encouraged and so yeah it just I'm just so thankful today I want to start off with just Thanksgiving to you guys 
and to the Lord because um, there's a lot of days when I'm like, I don't even know where this is going. I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know if what I'm saying is good, if how I'm saying it is good, but God does what he does and he will, you know, he will lift up and he will favor and bless the things that he wants to. And I am so honored and so thankful to be the receiving end of his favor and his blessing. And so um, that's just what I wanted to share. And well, today's topic, today's topic is not a very, um, it's not a very sexy topic. It's not like a, ooh, like I like, like it's, uh, Not a lot of people like talking about this. Nobody uh, nobody really likes to think about this. And it's not a popular topic of conversation in a lot of Christian spaces, even though it is a critical part of who we are and what we do as um, Christ followers. Um, and I wanted to kind of bring it up to light today uh, because it's something that I personally have been working on and I've been studying for years um not because it is uh something that i'm passionate about i should be but i'm not passionate about it but it's something that i suck at and uh, i feel like the more i learn about it and the more i invest in um kind of you know learning what it is the more i'll do it and all this to say today's topic of conversation is Sabbath and rest. I know it's not very, whoo, like this is something I really want to do. And and I think it's honestly because we don't really know what it is and we don't talk about what it is. And if we don't um, actually get to know what Sabbath really is and what rest really means and why we have to do it, we never will. So, um, like I said, the reason why we're talking about, the reason why I want to talk about Sabbath and rest, <laughs> you guys are forced to listen to it. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I want to talk about Sabbath and rest uh, simply because um, I really struggle with it. And I even noticed it today today well this week because I go kind of in this cycle and I feel like a lot of people might um, agree with me a lot of people might relate to this is uh, I tend to overwork myself or overbook myself or do a lot of things over a span of like a week or two weeks and I'm like, go, 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 go. No place for rest. Uh, every morning, every evening, there's something to do. I fill my day with something. And then close to the end of that time period, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I, I don't, haven't had like a good night's rest. I haven't, you know, had a time to myself. I'm an introvert. So I need a time for myself to, you know, get re-energized and things like that. I haven't had that in a long time. Uh, I don't know when the last time I just woke up without an alarm. Like, I don't know when I was really at peace and rested. Uh, and, And then I feel like, okay, yeah, I need to take a rest. And everyone else says so. And so I take like one or two days of just doing absolutely nothing. 
and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel lazy. I feel like I haven't done anything productive. And I'm also thinking about all the other stuff that needs to get done that I didn't do while I was taking those one, two days of rest. And I feel anxious about it. And so I go into another whole phase of just booking, scheduling things and making sure like, okay, I need to get stuff done. And then there's the beginning of the cycle again, right? Where it's, I overwork myself. I get too tired and burnt out. I rest for a couple of days. I feel guilty about it. I don't, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm being productive. I, I burden myself with the feeling that I'm lazy. And then I schedule and book myself like crazy when I don't have the capacity to do that. And then back to the whole cycle. And I feel like that's happened a lot uh, over the past couple of years. I think honestly, it's so bad because I don't remember the time. I don't remember a time in my life when my life wasn't like that. It was constantly doing something. And and I feel like it's a built into our culture. But also it is a part of me um, like our culture is always like you need to be doing something producing, you know, like grind life. Like you got to be, you know, working super hard and doing more and doing more. And um, and if you're not doing anything, then you're kind of wasting away your time. And especially because we have so much access to stuff at our fingertips. Uh, if you're like, if you're not working, then like, why aren't you like pursuing a, a side hustle or doing something more on um, like social media or like there's so much more you can gain and, and um, there's always a greed for more. And I think this kind of, I didn't even think about this, but I think it well connects into one of the points we made for the beginning of the uh, season two is envy. It's like we, are, we feel greedy and envious of the many different things that we are attracted to in this world. And so we constantly are working to get more and more and more. And it's like a never, it's like a, it's like a cup with a hole at the bottom where it's like constantly you need to fill it you know what I mean uh and so yeah I feel like we don't know how to rest because of that we don't know how to stop I don't know how to stop <laughs> and genuinely I don't know I I don't fully know how to oh Ben are you leaving Come here for a second. Come here for a second. <laughs> Can you come here for a second? So my sister is here. And come. <laughs> ben, we're talking about Sabbath and rest today. Can you give peop the people a little tidbit, a bin tidbit on how to rest and, and take your Sabbath? Figure out what you like to do and ask Jesus. All right. Usually it's a mix of both. Mix of both. Okay. Find out what you like to do and ask Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for the tidbit, Ben. <laughs> we'll incorporate that somewhere in, in the application portion, which I love. Um, bye, Ben. Okay. So... Yeah, <laughs> we got her to say something, y'all. Um, 
Yeah, my sister's usually like sometimes she goes back and forth while we're filming, but um, I thought I would just get her on the podcast today, which is fun. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about rest and actually doing that. So uh, the one thing that God had put on my heart to talk about specifically about Sabbath and rest is why it's important because uh, I never want to tell people like this is something that you have to do when it comes to your spiritual life and not actually explain why it's important because if we don't understand why we will do it out of religiosity we will not do it because we actually feel like we need it or because it's good or we, if we don't have the why we will not actually put it into practice um, it's just like when you talk to a kid and you're like oh like don't touch the fire it's like well if you just say that without explaining to me i'm gonna want to do it more <laughs> and so and so it's like explaining why um do like avoiding this behavior or doing this behavior is important we'll encourage uh you guys to actually do it so um we will so the topic this is my um so when it comes to the uh, see i have i have such bad attention span <laughs> um the topic of the podcast um well the, the title of the podcast that i was actually thinking of was um rest is a command not a suggestion because <laughs> we look at the 10 commandments and one of those commandments is make the sabbath holy and the sabbath is a day of rest and so if we are thinking of Sabbath as something that is a suggestion rather than a command, we'll always make it a lower of a priority than it should be, right? And so let's keep that in the back of our heads. Sabbath is a command, not a suggestion. All right. Well, um, and this is why Sabbath and rest is such a important part of uh, our lives and why, why it needs to be an integral part of the way that we, how do I say, schedule, but also our, uh, we choose to live in the cycle of life. Um, the reason why it's so core to be a part, uh, for it to be a part of our lives. So it is because Sabbath and rest is also an integral part of how we were created to be. Um, just like how in Genesis 1, you see that God creates all these amazing things. Uh, he creates the whole universe. Whatever you see right now, wherever you are, he created it. Uh, and uh, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of work. <laughs> that is a lot of work uh, for, you know, <laughs> for him. But he is great and he does it and then on the seventh day he rested and god didn't rest because he is like weak and he needs the rest <laughs> right it's not because like oh he's over exhausted and overburdened and he's like oh my gosh the past six days have been so much i need rest no god rested because that is a part of who he is to be able to look and, and look at all of the good thing, things that he has created and say, wow, this is good. I want to sit and enjoy and be joyful and just love 
on the things that I have created. And setting that time apart just to do that, like that's, that's God's heart for us. He's like, I want to set apart a, a time, a day where I can just love on my creation. I don't have to focus on if it's doing well or if I need to create more or any work. He's like, I just want to love on my creation. I want to love on the things that are, that are good. And, um, and if we are created in God's image, I don't know about you, but I think if rest is a big part of who God is, it should be a big part of who we are, right? Because we are not superhuman. We, are, we cannot continually do stuff and, and work on stuff without having rest. It's just impossible. Um, and if you want to use an analogy that's used in scripture a lot to describe us, it's like um, we are trees that bear fruit, right? And um, a lot of the times we want to be trees that bear fruit all the time, <laughs> We're like, if we're not bearing fruit, then what are we doing? You know, we're trees. We got to be bearing fruit all the time. We want to be, um, you know, producing. But if you look at nature and how trees work, there is a time of harvest. There is a time of abundance. There is a time of fruitfulness. And there's a time of growth. And there's a time of barrenness. There is a time of, of winter. There's a time when nothing grows, not even leaves. There's a time when it's just, it's just the branches. And we have to understand that that is a part of how we get to the harvest and the uh, producing and the fruitful seasons. It is not a punishment. (laughs) If you don't see like, oh, I don't see all the fruits and all like the good things producing in my life, that's not a punishment. It's just the season you're in. And it's actually a part of of the the seasons that we go through in this life, right? And so even, and sometimes rest can feel like that barren season, right? Where it's like I'm resting and I'm just enjoying and I'm having fun. And I'm enjoying the good things, like I said, enjoying the good things, enjoying the um, the things that God has created. Sometimes it can feel like, but I'm not, I'm not producing anything, I'm not creating anything good, I'm not doing more. I'm and and that's okay, because <laughs> God created us to also need and desire rest and um being able to to see the ways that god has created all these things in our lives and love on it (laughs) you know he wants us to love on the things that he has created um and also the the world around us and the nature around us you know um he wants us to he created the the heavens and and the earth and like the birds and the trees and the mountains and the valleys, wherever you're listening from, you have some kind of landscape outside um, that you can enjoy. And he's created it so, so that you can love on it. You can look at it and be like, wow, God, I love your creation. And so take time to enjoy that. Go outside, touch some grass, 
some of y'all need to touch some grass. I know y'all be looking at your your computers at work all day and you're, you know, on Instagram and all that stuff, but y'all some of y'all need to touch some grass because you yeah, it's been way too long. Um and so don't just consider the season of or the times, the moments of just being still as um as times of like laziness or failure even it's not and i think um having this mindset will actually make us more patient and gracious when things are not fruitful you know like you won't blame god you won't be annoyed if you're not producing or you're not flourishing in in these different fruits there is a time for everything that scripture there is time for everything and um, they give a lot of examples in that verse. I, I don't have it with me, <laughs> but I know a scripture. There is a time for everything. And so there is a time for flourishing. There is a time of fruitfulness. There is a time of working hard. And then there is a time of acknowledging your humanness. There is a time of acknowledging your weakness and that you need to rest and that you need to just be in the presence of God and also love on the things that he has already given you right and um also it gives you a moment of reflecting on thankfulness and thanksgiving for what god has put in your life already instead of wanting more and more and more and more like the envy that we just talked about um but yeah and uh also why we need rest and sabbath is because our bodies need it one thing I have been learning a lot about is how we as human beings are so uh, multifaceted and that we are affected emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, sexually. What's the last one? Yes, physically, mentally, socially. I didn't say socially. The last one is socially. Uh, there's six in total. Right. Yeah. So there's six in total. So we're influenced by the, our, the things around us in so many different ways. And you will see the lack of rest affected in all those areas. Truly, um, you will feel it physically. And I think that's like the first that's the first thing we actually pay attention to is the physically part. I don't want to get up. I'm so sleepy. I'm so tired. Like I like your your physical body is just weighing down, you know, like when you feel a lack of rest, a lot of times that's what we first initially experience and and are, are attentive to. Uh and so that's why like when people say they're tired, it's mostly associated with physical um what do you call it? Physical mm uh consequences <laughs> yeah with physical consequences um but honestly a lack of in my perspective a lack of rest most likely and primarily will start spiritually um because the moment that you start neglecting rest true rest not just let me just be a vegetable for a couple hours and watch TV. Um, it's you're not fully 
at peace with the Lord and um, you're not giving time with him. Like that's the first thing we neglect is when we don't want to rest, when we don't want to, because we're over focused on the things that we need to do in ourselves. And so we, um, we truly, our spiritual lives become neglected uh, with that lack of rest. And I think second, the second place where we are affected by a lack of rest, um, before we even acknowledge it, um, is in our minds. And, um, and whenever we lack rest or lack peace, so I'm going to bring a little bit of psycho education into this. Um, when our bodies are constantly go, 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 our bodies will naturally go into a fight or flight response um, because we either need to be fighting to to fighting against whatever threat there is or we're going to flee from it and we're going to, you know, run away from it and we're going to stop. Right. And. It's it, it heightens a level of anxiety within your body is always feeling that there's something else to do. There's always somewhere else to go. And if your body has no place to rest, if your mind has no place to rest, it will constantly be in that state. And it actually is a very big cause of anxiety and depressive disorders. And I was actually talking to a friend yesterday about this and about a lack of rest because it's not just physical rest, it's mental rest too, y'all. Like, like I said, rest is not just being at home for a couple hours and watching TV all day and thinking that, oh, yes, I'm rested now. I, I've, I've turned off my brain. I've been a vegetable for the night. And so tomorrow I can go back to what I need to do and, and go back to how, how I've been living. That is not true rest. And I think when we are, are when our brains can't turn off, We either overcompensate by trying to relieve our anxiety by finish actually doing the things that we feel like need to be done. Like, for example, me, like like I said, my cycle is when I feel like things are not getting done and I get heightened anxiety because there's so many things to do. I plan on a schedule so that everything can be done. And it causes us to work more and and be more overburdened. And we start to ruminate on all those things. How many times have you had restless nights because you're constantly thinking about what you have to do the next day or you're worried about something that happened yesterday or you're worried about what will happen in the future and you're constantly ruminating on what is good, what is bad and what needs to be done and what hasn't been done yet and what might need to be done. Like the restlessness that is in your brain because of those things, it will cause a heightened anxiety in you. and. Most of the times when we have heightened, there's a reason why we say that anxiety and depression are sisters, because a lot of the times when we get overstimulated, the way that our bodies will choose to protect itself is by shutting down. And what does that kind of look like? That looks like depression to me, baby. <laughs> it really does. And it looks like, hey, there's a lot going on right now. And so I'm going to do nothing. And that's a cycle too, where we overburden ourselves 
we have heightened anxiety, we feel out of control, and so we shut down. And then that heightens more anxiety because we're not doing anything, because we don't feel like we can do anything. And then we become numb, become more anxious, and it's just on top of each other again and again and again. And these are cycles that we cannot live by if we want to actually live in freedom, right? I think it's, a, it's important for us to uh, understand when we feel overburdened by the responsibilities of, of, the, of the things that we put on ourselves. Uh, and this, okay, so I've been reading a book on rest, and I'm going to actually mention uh, later on two resources if you want to learn more about rest and Sabbath. Uh, and this was a quote in one of the books that I read. And this is what it is. Get ready for the fire. Okay. So rest is the acknowledgement that things will be lost, broken, and damaged in your absence. But we will still come out of it whole, loved, and valued. Trusting that things will hold without our constant care and maintenance. That gave me, like, that quote gave me so much freedom. Because I think that a lot of times I don't want to rest or I don't want to fully submit my, my work, the podcast, my friendships, my ministry. I don't want to let those go and actually go into a time of rest or go take my Sabbaths or stuff like that. Because I'm worried that in my absence, everything will fall apart. Like I won't have control over it. And if I don't have control over it, then it's going to, everything's going to go wrong. Or at least something's going to go wrong and then I'm going to have to fix it. And then it's going to be another problem I have to deal with. And I blow myself up with all of this anxiety. And a lot of people, when I express that concern to them, they're like, oh, it's okay. Like, even if you leave it for a little bit, it'll be fine. You'll come back and it'll be okay. And, um, and even like, oh, like if you don't, um, if you don't work on the podcast for a while, it's going to be fine. But they don't know that. (laughs) They don't, what if, what if it does crash into the ground? What if I, I let go of a bunch of stuff. I let go of the things that I'm holding control over and everything goes to crap. Then I'm going to look at them and be like, you dirty, you told me that this is going to be fine and you lied. You know, like it, it's true. Like this quote says, it's true that in your absence, things can be broken. Things can be damaged and things can go wrong in your absence. Like your absence is an integral part of things going well, you know. Like we're not diminishing your presence in the things that you invest your time in. It's just saying that even if in your absence things get damaged and things go wrong, your identity, you will still come out of it lovable, still loved, still valued. And that doesn't change. Even if the things that you're investing your time in do, your identity and who you know you are does not change. And so take that Sabbath, take that time of rest. And yes, the things that you've invested your time in might go. I was going to say something bad, but (laughs) I'm not going to say it. 
it might become damaged. It might go wrong. But at the end of it, you still come out of it more whole, more peaceful, and still loved, regardless of how that endeavor turned out. And so I hope that that gives you a sense of peace and a sense of reassurement. Reassurement? Is that a word? Reassurance. English is not my first language. <laughs> but it's okay. Um yeah, reassure re- reassurance um that God holds it all together. If you submit yourself, if you submit your endeavors to God, you will come out of it whole, not broken because you're trying to hold everything together because he does. And no matter what happens to the things that you want to have control over, it's going to be okay. Take that rest. Take it. Now, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Whoever is this, I'm talking to Take it. Don't fight it. Take that rest because you need it. And another reason why Sabbath and rest is very important is because it sanctifies us. And I'll explain how, how does resting and, and enjoying and loving on God's creation, how does that sanctify us? And in the book that I'm reading, again, um, there is a uh, reference to Henry Nouwen, a very, very great theologian. Um, Henry Nouwen, uh, he, he said that rest is like a furnace of transformation. And in this, in this furnace, the false self built upon social expectation is exposed. And I'll read that again. So rest is a furnace of transformation. And in this furnace, the false self built upon social expectation is exposed. And this is why. When we go into rest and in Sabbath and we do it intentionally by being more in, in, connected with the Lord and resting with God, you're not resting on your own when you're taking your Sabbath. You're resting with God. Um, it is not a solitary experience. It is something that you share with the Lord. And when we are faced um, with ourselves and when we are faced with ourselves alone, without the things that usually cover our usually our endeavors our jobs our friendships our relationships the things around us actually cover us because we're focused on things that are on the exterior not on the interior and so when we take the time to just sit and to reflect the only thing that we can do is reflect on the things that are happening on the inside And a lot of times we want to avoid rest and Sabbath simply because we don't want to look. We don't want to sit with our thoughts. We don't want to sit with the 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 things that are are really within us. You know, we don't want to sit with that because sometimes most of the time it sucks. And most of the time. That is the source of our anxiety. And sometimes what propels us into doing more is because we don't want to face the reality of what's happening on the inside. And I think when we are are sitting with the Lord and um, like, when's the last time you sat in silence and solitude? No music, 
no podcast, no sermon, just you and God just sitting and contemplating. It's really hard. (laughs) But sometimes we just need to let our bodies just be still and be okay with just sitting with ourselves. And <laughs> interesting that inter- interestingly, this came to mind. Um, I forgot which sermon it was, but it was a sermon from Mike Todd. It's in the relationship goal series, but he is, he said basically like if you, um, if you're like desperate to be in a relationship or like you really want to be in a relationship, um, or like feel like you need to be in a relationship to be happy. It's because you don't like yourself. (laughs) You can't even be alone with you. How do you expect somebody else to come into your life and want to be and love on you? If you don't even like yourself, you don't even like sitting with yourself. If you can't sit alone and reflect on who you are and not feel contented, hard for anybody else to truly because you you see yourself every day and if you (laughs) if you see yourself every day and you're like dang (laughs) i don't like this how do you expect somebody else to look at you and be like yes you know (laughs) i want some of that no absolutely not and so it actually causes us to self-reflect and and the Sabbath and rest will force you to do that. And um, also, it exposes our obsession with ourselves. When we put rest at the end of our priority, it's because we are so overly focused with ourselves and what we want for our lives and what we want to do. And like I said, the envy and the greed that we have and to feed ourselves, we have an over obsession with ourselves to the point where we cannot pay attention to anything else except for us. And because in our, our rest and in our Sabbath, the one thing that you naturally do when you rest is acknowledge the things around you, right? Like usually when you go to rest, like people want to when we want to rest people go on vacations to like you know beaches and stuff like that and it's because they're actually paying attention to what's around them not what's happening to them or what they want to do right and and even when we take our sabbaths and then we enjoy time with friends with uh it we enjoy time with our friends and with others we're acknowledging the people around us and we're taking the time to to see what we are surrounded by rather than our ambition and our desire for for more you know and so the less we the you know what the more we commit time to not focusing on ourselves the more rest we'll actually achieve uh it's like, no, I'm not spending this day to feed myself. I'm spending this day to acknowledge what's outside of me and to give it appreciation and to love on it, <laughs> you know? Um, and 
I feel like that actually it sanctifies us. It 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 transforms us into people who are not um who actually it centers us into what we actually need to be doing in this life. Um is to not defeat ourselves. It 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 centers us back to our purpose, which um I think we we do need on a weekly basis, right? And so um if that's not enough reasons for you, God, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> please open their eyes to see that their rest and Sabbath is important. And um, and the thing is, it says in the commandment, it says, keep the Sabbath holy. And what holy means is for it to be set apart. Right. And so if we're trying to maintain our Sabbath, it can't be looking like every other single day of the week. It needs to be set apart. It needs to be different. It needs to look different. It needs to feel different. It needs to add something different into your week that will actually let the other days of the week be doable. <laughs> you know? And so if you're like, yeah, I take my Sabbath, but if you're treating the sabbath like a checklist like like the like the old testament sabbath like you can't do this you can't do this you can't do this and you're treating the the sabbath day that you're taking as a checklist and every other single day of the week you're just checking off things off your list of the things you need to do that's not a sabbath because then you're just like okay i've done it no our sabbath is supposed to be a time of something that we need to do because we understand that we need it and understand that this is not just something that I feel like I have to do because I need to check, out, check it off my week. And that just becomes another religious practice. It has to be, God, I want to be in, in rest with you. And I want to sit with you and just enjoy life with you and just be. And just be a person, not what I do or what I produce. You're, a tree stop, doesn't stop being a tree because it stops producing fruit. The tree is still a tree, right? It's just in a different season. It's in a different time. And so I, I want to encourage you guys to look at the Sabbath within your week. Pick one day and just, and I'm going to go into, before we end, I want to go into what a Sabbath could look like. Right. Because I trust me, a Sabbath does not look the same for everyone. It looks very different depending on what stage of life you're in. I'll explain how my Sabbaths look like. I will be very honest. I have not taken a Sabbath day in a long time. And I am very honest about that. It's not good. Um, but this is what this is why I this is why I tell you all all this stuff. So that uh, I don't go on being a hypocrite, right? <laughs> but this is how I kind of take my Sabbath. I, um, I usually make it intentional the night before to pray and be like, God, as I rest tonight and as I go to sleep, God, would you just allow me to rest as much as you need me to in my sleep? Uh, because how many days... Within this past month, have you woken up without the sound of, of an alarm? 
Whenever you just let your body rest as much as it needs to, not punishing yourself for sleeping more. If you sleep more than 12 hours without an alarm, maybe your body needs it. Stop making it a punishment if you sleep for a long time. It's not a punishment for you to need to sleep. Um, And usually your body, once it's like, okay, it's time to get get up, it will get up. So um, I pray the night before, God, just allow me to rest as deeply and as um, as solidly as you need me to throughout the night and with your Holy Spirit, just wake me up in the morning. And so I don't set an alarm and I just wake up when the Holy Spirit leads me to, when my body feels rested enough, that's when I wake up. And then I wake up and I'm just like, God, what do you want to do today? I don't know. What do you want to do today? What, what, what feels good to you? You know? And sometimes, um, it's going to a coffee shop. Sometimes it's taking a walk. Sometimes it's, let's just laser on the bed a little bit more. Like, you know, and um, allowing the day to be a day where you can just enjoy life with God. Like the last time I did my Sabbath, I just went on a drive. I'm like, God, let's go on a drive. And so we went on a drive and, and I was able to um, drive like a 30, 40 minutes up north and and just sit with God, listen to worship music. And, and like I said, acknowledge the things around you. I looked at, I paid attention to the weather and the people who are walking and all the different stores that changed. I'm like, oh my gosh, this place is gone now. Oh, oh God, they opened this, uh, like, you know, and, and, and acknowledging the things around you. And then after I got like 30, 40 minutes up north, I noticed this like little coffee shop that was uh, at the corner of a street. And I was like, God, you want to go in? Okay, let's go in. And I went inside. I parked and I've never been to that cafe before, but I parked I parked and I went inside and, and I was like, God, like, I just, um, I just want to learn more um, through your scripture today. So like, where should I read? And then like, I got, I like, I got, um, I heard from God to, to read a certain chapter, a certain verse. And so I studied it. I'm like, oh my gosh. And I kept reading more and I'm like, and I didn't allow it to be like, okay, so you know what? I'll just read that one chapter. It's like, I'm just going to read it. And like, oh my gosh, like this is cool too. And then I would keep reading or flip back to where it references to. And I never put a time limit because I'm like, why would I put a time limit on to enjoy something? You know? And so I kept going and then Sooner or later, it was like four or five o'clock. And I was like, dang. And I was like, well, God, I really want to see the sunset with you. And so I drove to a park with this really big hill. And I just sat there, didn't even put on music. I didn't have my headphones. I just sat there on the hill. And I saw that, and it was even before the sun went down. I was just sitting and, and contemplating and seeing like the people bring their dogs out and um and play with their kids and you know like couples walking and and I was like god like look at all these people you created that's really cool and then I would see the sun go down and and there would be a sunset and then like I see like the twinkle of of the apartments and everyone in their homes and I'm like god like each person and with like the each little light has a person who you've created and who you've given purpose and that's really cool (laughs) you know nothing more it's just like that's really cool that like each person out here as I look into the world like you've given life to 
And that's the God I serve. That's really cool. And just acknowledging him. And so your Sabbath can look like anything. It really can. It's just being able to have the chance to to not just look at the ways things need to be changed or things need to be fixed, but just loving on what's already what already is, you know. And um, like I said, you need the Sabbath. You need the rest. And a lot of people are like, you deserve rest. You deserve it. You need it. I think more than more than using the word deserve, I think I think I would use mm, I don't know if I would use the word, but I would be like you require that's a good one. You require rest. That's good. Thanks, Jamie. My brain was not functioning for a second. But yeah, you require rest. And uh, I know that it can be very difficult because I know that a lot of people have kids. They have very demanding jobs and they have so many things going on in their life. But like I said, things may be damaged and things may be broken because of your absence while you take rest. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's okay. You are still loved. You are still worthy. You are still valued. And you will actually come out better and whole because of your rest. Everything around you, you cannot break yourself for the sake of the things around you. And you have to be okay for the things around you to be broken for the sake of yourself. For the sake of you to be whole. For the sake of you to feel like you can keep doing the things that God has set you out to do is to be willing for the things around you to be broken and allowing God to be the person who holds that and acknowledging that that he holds it together, right? Um, and so before we end, I want to give you two resources. All of the quotes that I mentioned today. Oh! Whoops. Wait, wait, wait. I keep plugging this out. Um, <laughs> all of the quotes today that I mentioned are from this book by Alabaster Co. It's called Towards Rest. I got this as a gift and it has been a big blessing to my life. It's Towards Rest, Discovering the Qualities of Rest for Our Lives of Faith. Um, Alabaster Co., if you ever want to work with us, I love y'all. Y'all are great. And so if... Uh, hit me up. But <laughs> this is a really great book. Um, I plan on finishing this book and actually passing it on to other people um, because it's it's just amazing. And I, I can't say anything, um, anything bad about it. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. The other one is The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. John Mark Comer is one of my favorite pastors, writers. Um, he is just so eloquently spoken, but also um, very integrative in his work. Like he includes uh, history, science, uh, sociology, psychology, um, 
theology, everything into his work. And this book almost saved my life, y'all. Like truly. Um, like I think one of the things that um one of the, one of the quotes that he mentions in here, it's a very commonly like known quote where it's uh if if the enemy can't break you, he'll make you busy or something like that. Like if if the enemy can't stop you, he will make you busy, right? To keep you to keep you distracted from being with the Lord and being in intimate relationship with God. And it says how to stay emotionally healthy and spiritually alive in the chaos of a modern world. Um, this book is so good, y'all. This book is so good. I would highly, highly recommend it. Um, and so those are the two uh, resources that I will give you. And um, I really hope that this, I, like I said in the beginning, this is not a very sexy topic. Not a lot of people are going to be listening to um, like podcasts and sermons about Sabbath all the time. Um, it's just not. But it's such an integral part of who we are. And I think as much as I um, am passionately <laughs> encouraging you guys to, to rest and keep a Sabbath, I'm also pointing it at myself. And... Uh, there is no excuse to not take a Sabbath or rest. Whether you're a student, a full-time student plus full-time worker plus like, I don't know, mom of two plus da 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 There is no excuse to not take a Sabbath. And I know that sounds crazy. But listen to the podcast from the beginning again. There's many reasons <laughs> why I'm saying that there is no excuse. Because it is an integral part of who you are and how you've been created. And you have to understand that that is a part of how you've been created by God is to rest and take a Sabbath. And so if you're like, oh, I don't need to take a Sabbath or I'm not going to take it. That means you are trying to go against how and why you were created. I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> And as much as it is hard, there is grace. And so even if you need to take a Sabbath evening, set it apart. Like I said, Sabbath and holiness are very much intertwined. It is a descriptor of, descriptor of the Sabbath is holiness. And so set it apart. Put it in your calendar. Make it intentional to set apart a time for the Sabbath, for enjoying and loving on the things that God has created and who God is in general, right? Love on God, love on your kids, love on your spouse, love on your family, love on your animal, love on the earth, you know, love on people that walk across the street, like just show them the, the love and appreciation and, and thanksgiving that they deserve and it deserves whatever it is that God calls you to, to, to contemplate and love on that day. And it'll make your life so much more peaceful and, and enjoyable and joyful. And I think we all need to take that as a priority in our lives. And so um, hopefully that was both informative and encouraging to you. Um, 
all the people who are stressed out and and tired it's okay <laughs> to take that rest and i keep saying it because i need to hear it it's okay to take that rest things might change things might go wrong but god still holds that the the world doesn't end some things might go wrong but the world doesn't end and you come out more whole and so um yeah if you guys have any more questions or you guys have any more thoughts uh, that you want to hear about Sabbath and rest, um, put them in the uh, in the poll or whatever I do for um, Spotify podcast. Put them in the comments on YouTube. DM me on Instagram. Uh, yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening. You guys are great. Um, audience is just as good as the speaker. And I want to thank you, Jamie, for being here. Um, and I think that's it. And so, yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, I love you guys. And I will see you in the next episode. Farewell. Goodbye. Bye-bye-bye.